Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Mildred Tassoni, and we have Tom Clifford with us today. And um, Rob, is that you? Yep, that's that's me. Yep, looks like you just, just got in. Hi, so we have Rob Downey here with us too. So, um, why don't we start? Do you, anybody have anything they want to start off with? Hot topic, something. Happy Labor Day or Labor Less Day. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Rob. Hi. How are you? Pretty well, sir. Hopefully, you are as well. Yeah. Good. Great. Okay. Um. So one one thing is, uh, why don't we talk about some uh, Google Plus topics? Uh, Tom and I were updating some profiles again this morning, and uh, came across. Uh, I have a question. Now, all the links that we're finding and screenshots, if where are you keeping all your references? You're asking for example, who? either one of you guys. Oh, I'm where sorry. are you? How are you keeping track of all your stuff? Uh, how are we keeping track of the screenshots? Well, not not just screenshots, but I couldn't remember. I had updated, gone to the Chrome Google Store, and added the sharing button to my Google Plus profile. Right. And now, wait a minute. To be honest with you, and it, it's, it's, it's really sometimes a lot of this is a matter of nomenclature. It was the share on button. I had the share button, but for some reason, right, it didn't come in and it was a plug-in, I think is what you're going to say. Right, because it was an add-in that I had added from the Chrome Google Store, the Google Chrome Store, whatever they call it. And... Um, I couldn't remember how I got it, and he didn't have it. And we searched and searched, and finally I found it. So now I, I took a screenshot, and just until I do the, you know, the link, so I have a link and a, a reference. But how are you keeping track of all the things that you're doing, Rob? Um, I'm still trying to figure out what you mean by the share button. Um, uh, this is not the. Is this the plus one button that? Now can share directly. No, you have plus one, phone. then you have comment, then you have share, and then you have share on. And I've got it so I can share to LinkedIn. I mean, I have it set up so it goes to my Twitter, and then it goes to LinkedIn and Facebook. It's a nice button. So, you hit it, and you get whatever uh, social media you have, and if each time you click on it, you get that opportunity to share it with either Twitter, you know, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, and, Whichever and so ones on. you pick, yeah. And, and this is within and, Google Plus on your Google Plus profile. Right. I was posting on any, something. Anybody yeah. who – Sorry. What? I was just saying the, uh, the, the stream of events where I was posting something and I wanted to get the maximum SEO, the whole bit out of it, and uh, quite frankly it was just a, a halt because – 
uh, and a little frustration because Mildred was asking me, what do you see there? And I say, well, I, I see the, the plus, the comment, and share. No, you should see share on. And that's when you backtrack and say, aha, it's a plug-in. Yes. And that uh, share on, uh, once you click it, gives you, you know, carte blanche to whatever you have as social media and throwing it out to them as well. That's pretty cool. Oh, that is pretty pretty effective. I mean, it, so I'm guessing this is actually a Google Chrome extension. If you yes. have the Google Chrome I, browser. Yes, in Chrome. It, it goes into Chrome, and then you can um, – I haven't tried it on other ones to see, but it's a Chrome, uh, Google Chrome add-in. And you install it, and then it's there, and it's great. You pick which ones, and sometimes I put it on Facebook, sometimes I do Twitter, <laughs> and it just makes it a lot easier. And it, but my one of my points, aside from it, I think it's a really useful add-in. Um, I was going, I couldn't remember how to do it, and so then it was like we were going through everything, and I'm trying to figure out how does someone cuz i'm going to i have a blog and i'm making a list of, on my blog so i'm going to have here's google plus here's this link here's that thing so that's how i think i'm going to keep track of it outside of a google doc which i might just throw it in there until i get you know get the page get it linked on the page but how would an, a regular person that doesn't have a blog like this or a list, you know, how to keep track of all this stuff? Because we couldn't even do it. You know, it took us a while to go through. We kept looking at each profile thing. So, Rob, do you, how are you keeping track of some of these tips and tricks or things for okay. you personally? Um, yeah, I have uh, several different ways. Um of course, I, I also use the Google Chrome browser. Um, I I bookmark like crazy. I have all of my folders. The Google Chrome browser does a great job of um, creating almost like an operating system within the Google Chrome browser because I have everything or, organized in folders and subfolders on all the different topics, my tech resources, um, stuff mm. uh, according to my blog. I, I just I've put about a year of work just really narrowing down and getting all these great little folders that sit right under the address bar in Google Chrome. And it's really great and easy to manage. Then I also use some um, – th there's some great tools. You know, there's Dropbox where you can uh, store all of your files in the cloud. Um, let's see, what, what was the other ones? Um, there's a lot of great – I guess what they're calling now cloud computing services where you can have you can you know go on your laptop and, and go into your Dropbox folder and then you go to um your desktop and then you pull it up right there and all the folders and all the files are all syncing. And uh yeah, I use yeah, I use Dropbox too because that works really well on I have an Android two point two, even it worked on two point one. So yes. that if I'm looking for a file and I know I might not have access to, um, you know, uh, a PC, I can have the file that I'm looking for. You know, I usually do uh, like Adobe PDFs because they open up, they display, I can, you know, look in. and um, So I, I like Dropbox. I think it's very well behaved technically and goes back, makes it easy back and forth. I don't sync everything. You know, I don't put a... 
I only put things I think um, that I'm going to use remotely in there just because of syncing, you know. But uh, I like Dropbox. I, I think yeah, that's Google, a good thing. Google Docs is also also very, very handy. Um, I have a lot of files I keep in Google Docs. And Google Docs used to be limited to just uh, Word documents and um, uh, presentations and spreadsheets. And now they allow you to upload any type of file to Google uh, Google Docs. And uh, that that is very useful. And they're even working on an offline mode now. So um, right now you can view your Google Docs offline, which is very handy. Um, you cannot edit offline yet, but um, the other so there, Google is trying to make a lot of these uh, these programs to work offline. Gmail also now you can work offline mm-hmm. in Gmail. Yeah. So I think that's a big breakthrough uh, to be able to use these apps offline. I think so. so. I think that's one thing we learned from this past week with the uh, storm that. Yeah. The cloud is great, but you, you know we've got to have a certain level locally, and just to get stuff done. And so I think them. I I just installed that. It's been syncing my mail, but I haven't really used it yet. So yeah. I love Google Docs. I think Google Docs. Um, I also work with a project management program of UPath. And it synchronizes the calendar. You can store Google Docs right in it, so it's very well integrated. And I think it's good for basics. Um, I'm working on this new Hyde Park Museum project, and so I'm storing all our beginning documents up there, the project documents and the you know emails and. Uh, I can give the team, because we're just getting going, the team access to the documents. So we stepped out of the emailing documents all over the place and keeping one, you know, the master document that they can share. I tend to email them a copy just in case they're not, you know, some people aren't comfortable with Google Docs yet. But I think it's really working well for us because there's a central place. I'm not worrying about is that New High Park Museum document on my laptop? Did I email it? Did they get it? It's right up there wherever sure. everyone can get to it. So then, I think it's. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, you have to share the document if you want that one to be editable by a certain team. So you could create a team around a document. <clears throat> So they could collaborate and kind of work around the document if if that worked out. I know for me, for the company I work for and have worked for the last three years, we set up a uh, Google Docs account and a general marketing account that everybody could access. And these files are free for everyone to use in the company. And it's been really great to just say, you know, where's that file? Hey, just go check Google Docs. And it's right there, and you can have structured folders yep. that kind of resemble, you know, a little uh, operating system, and just have everything organized. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really really useful. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned bookmarks because I don't use bookmarks. I still and and I just never really have. But I have to switch between 
you know, uh, all three major, um, Mozilla, IE, and Chrome, and I'm always on a different machine, so I just never got into using bookmarks. But So what I've been doing is, like, with a link, sometimes, uh, I like, the same thing with text. I put, ooh, that's nice, I like how that's phrased, or I want to go back to this idea. So I create a Google Doc, and I put phrases or links in, and then when I'm ready to kind of tidy them up and put them someplace, and that's what I do. But uh, the books bookmarks are interesting. I've just never used them. But it takes time to figure it out. You said you've worked sure. on your system for a whole year to get yeah, it yeah. right. Well, the thing is, I never used bookmarks myself. Um, and, you know, Because I would always be changing my computer. I'd always be... Um, maybe it would crash or, you know, I just, I, it never felt worth it to put the time into organizing my bookmarks until I noticed that Google Chrome has a feature built in. If you go into your settings, it says um, you can sync with your with your Gmail account or with your Google account. All you have to do is um, put in your Google login information into the settings in Google Chrome and then when you open up any other, um, when you open up Google Chrome and any other uh, computer, and you log in, and it would just automatically sync. So I'll be adding bookmarks at work. I'll get home, I'll open up Google Chrome um, in my studio, and all the bookmarks will be right there in sync. It's mm-hmm. it's great. It's just um, I don't have to worry about you know my computer crashing or. Um, For the first time in my life, I'm actually now I'm starting to get organized with bookmarks, and it's been pretty helpful and it kind of speeds things along. That's great. Yeah, because I I often put us just for a second, Mildred. uh, Like you just said, you're on different computers. You found that wonderful site that you want to have, and you go, ah, geez, it's the one at work. So if it's accessible from any computer, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, Google, you know, did it did it right having built in. There's no plugin. It's just right there in the settings. Makes it really easy. And yeah, I highly recommend Google Chrome for people um in the especially in the marketing profession with the plugins and add-ons. I really think uh I only have one ad- big I have one big problem with it. I associate it a little bit with Mozilla uh as far as one doing what it should do and Google Plus, I mean uh, Chrome not is when you X out, sometimes you you mistake the X uh, for a, for whatever, for another site, and you're out of Google Chrome. And Mozilla will say, are you sure? And you go, oh, no, oh. no, that's right, no. I, I didn't want to come out of the actual program. I just wanted to come out of that site. So I think sure. to work on that, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely definitely not perfect, but uh, they seem to really work hard and, and, and do a lot of improvements. Uh, I've seen... If you look at the browser statistics, and another great site I have bookmarked that I check every so often um, to see uh, what the usage share is among browsers, and Google Chrome has just skyrocketed. And it is, I believe last time I looked, it might be 30%. Um, you know, with a certain sample size they're using from um, the W3 schools, which is this... Uh, um, a site where you can learn more about web development. They have their own browser statistics, and Google Chrome is really about to overtake Firefox probably within the next year. And um, so it, Google Chrome came out of nowhere and really 
has grown in a very short amount of time. I think a, a lot of the reason is if you, when I open up Internet Explorer and I go to Google, it will say, download Google Chrome right in the uh, upper right-hand corner. So they're kind of right. uh, kind of as far as using Google Search. Break it up, man. Might need another location. You there? I am. Okay. Yeah, somehow. You're coming in. You're coming in. Wherever you're doing, do it. Get closer. Uh, One reason I still uh, use IE and Mozilla is to, I have to test everything because not every, just like you have to test how something looks on a mobile phone. Absolutely. I have to test all three browsers. And I also have some programs that don't work properly under Chrome. They'll say, please use. Mozilla or, or IE, just their uh, you know legacy. I found app, Facebook you know, to be a little database different. Database applications. Yeah. So Some Facebook um, pages were different. So I don't know if that yeah, yeah, I think um, <clears throat> many sites like banking websites, they're still you know they still don't recommend Google Chrome. They're still not. Uh, it, it's taken a while. It, it, it's it's only it's kind of a problem with its own success. Uh, just you know, coming up so quickly that uh, a lot of IT departments and web developers have not optimized for Google Chrome, and they really didn't think they needed to until they check out the uh, usage statistics and see more and more people using it. Um, but the big problem with Internet Explorer is it doesn't support HTML standards very well, which means um, it's kind of holding back the other browsers as far as um, Mm -hmm. dynamic HTML5 content. Yep, uh, I agree, because you have to dumb it down to make it work. Yeah, yeah, and and Internet Explorer, I mean, all all the sites, when I'm working on a site, they look great in all the other browsers, but Internet Explorer is the one that's kind of the rogue uh, browser that kind of does it in its own way. And unfortunately, you have to have it optimized for Internet Explorer because you're going to lose out on a lot of people if you don't. Right. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned something interesting, the W3 school. Is that a, they're great. They have great training videos and clips and, oh, yeah. and snippets. Maybe you want to yeah, talk a little cool. bit about um, yeah, for myself, um, I mean, that's where I go when I need to um, – I, I don't have formal – I'm not a computer science major. Um, most of the stuff I know is self-taught, and the W3 schools are an excellent resource. Um, they do everything just you know, very systematically, and uh, you're basically taking an online course, and it's all right there for you. And uh, I look forward to you know, taking the JavaScript and some of the other lessons on there um, to kind of brush up. And you know, if you want to learn HTML5, which is the next big uh, web standard with a lot of great uh, features coming soon, um, that's a great place to uh, get more information on HTML5. Because if you're in web development, you definitely want to look into HTML5 and what it's going to bring to the future of the web. Yeah, that's where I I love them. And I've gone through, uh, I like how they, they've set up their learning where they give you the overview, then they've got a little module there 
where they'll say, uh, you know, they walk you through the code and you can look at it and you'll know right away, did you get it or not? You know, and then you can just flip back and say, okay, I'm supposed to do this. Okay, I do this. Yes, it works. And so it's really an interactive and very immediate feedback so you get the concept and then you can try it out. And then sometimes I forget how the code is supposed to go. So I'll just go there, go to the place, and then, you know, cut the code snippet out, and I've got it done. So um, uh, I think yeah. they're great for, for from a learning perspective, a reference perspective, and how they've got their training uh, set up. It's my favorite kind of training. I don't like to uh, sit in a class all day. If I can do it online, that's how I prefer because I think I get more out of it. But I, you know... If you're a visual learner, which I know I am, I like to read it first, then do it. So, um, yeah, yeah. But that's an, that's another link um, on on newmediator.com. Uh, don't you have a place for? Do you have a place for links that we could have a reference up there? Um, I, I've definitely thought about that. Um, I've thought about you know, starting to build a great database of resources because. Definitely, definitely the angle I'm taking is to have a resource for people uh, trying to um, work on a business uh, for themselves and, and kind of do their own do-it-yourself marketing, I guess. And uh, that would be very useful. I mean, I'm not trying to be a mashable site where I just have a ton of, you know, all you know, just try to get a lot of posts and try to get a lot of hits. I mean, they have a lot. Mashable has a lot of great stuff, but I'm really trying to gear more to the professional and just how-tos and useful things. And I definitely thought of just having a great little, maybe a wiki that um, myself and others can contribute to and create a great database and a a list of uh, sites and resources and lessons, kind of a one-stop shop for just kind of jump-starting your, um, kind of your web learning adventure. Right. And, I think right. that could be very useful. Yeah, I think so because sometimes you go, what was that program that I liked or where was that, re Yeah. you know, that training module I went to, you know, so if it saves time for the ones that we um, know are useful, then sometimes you don't have to go check out five. You say, well, this one works. If it, then if it doesn't work for you, you can move on. But at least have some up there that, People have found useful, so that that would be something to uh, to think about. Um, uh, Absolutely. So, yeah. what have you what have you found the most useful this past couple of weeks for Google Plus? Um, well, either one of you guys. It's it's still it's still a great place for conversations and uh, engagement. It's still. It's still uh, giving the biggest, I guess, bang for the buck as far as you post something and you're going to get more interaction than Facebook or Twitter, at least for me, for my uh, audience. Um, so I find it very useful for that still. Um, it's not as strong as it was back in the, uh, I guess, the glory days, which was the first couple of months where <laughs> you had all the... It was just a big geek fest, and 
now you know now it's more of a general audience, which is fine. It's great. You know that's what that's you know what it should be eventually. But um, it's it's kind of clogged up a little bit more. Of course, if you manage yeah. your your if you manage your uh, your uh, circles, you can you know do your own monitoring and filtering. But um, I, I still find it to be you know a great place for engagement. Uh, as far as tools, I haven't. I, I think we're the the biggest thing to look forward to is just the introduction of uh, business profiles. I think that's. that's yeah, have you long. heard anything on that? How soon they're coming? Well, um, there is an interview. I think it was might have been a week and a half ago with um, um, the lead Google Plus um, product manager, where. He mm-hmm. kind of had a state of the union for Google Plus, where he went over all the um, all the challenges and successes Google Plus has had in the first couple of months, all their um, controversies with the real name policy, which says you have to have a real name, and um, it's subject to them just removing your profile if they think it's a fake. Uh, if they think it's not a real name, but you know, certain people they've they've uh, they've closed down their profiles, and then Lady Gaga they let they let her go. So there were some controversies with you know what they considered a real name to be, and a lot of people make their living off of their identity, which may not be their legal name. Um, so that was a big issue, and I think they've stopped removing profiles. But part of the reason was also they wanted to keep brands from creating Google Plus profiles because they want them to wait for the actual entity profiles or business profiles because yeah. they want to do it right. They don't want the confusion with Facebook over a page and a profile. They want to control it. And... um I'm, I haven't. I haven't. I'm not on the beta team to to test it out. I don't know any any more details, but um, I know they. I know certain companies have been selected, and they are using the business profiles to test. But I think Ford wasn't Ford wasn't Ford one of them that there was a. A car company I, I, that they they launched one that they're sort of prototyping it, and it didn't yeah. look too much different, you know, than the regular Google Plus individual profile, which is yeah. kind of a good thing, you know. Um, yeah, that, that makes sense. Ford has been at the forefront of merging the social media marketing with the old media and the old, you know, the old industrial giant. They've really done a great job of um, really changing the whole company within the last 10 years. And uh, they have a great social media marketing team. I believe Scott Monty, who's somewhat of a social media marketing guru, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's at the, he leads the uh, Ford social media team. So I'm not surprised that they would be someone selected for yeah. the uh yeah, yeah, I, I I can hardly wait, and everybody has enough just getting getting comfortable with first of all getting their profile set up and making sure everything works, and then 
Let's talk about circles because Tom and I were talking about circles this morning, and I I had good intentions with trying to get mine all organized coming in. And I just just I think I have too many. (laughs) I had a quick question for Rob. I I, and we talked about this, and real quick, Mildred. I know we're running out of time, but I have applied. No, we have we have a whole hour. Oh, okay. I might have gotten in on just under the door with, and it just uh, segues from what you were saying, Rob, about uh, the business. I'm looking at a piece of mail that I was sent, snail mail, for hello from Google. You're almost done registering with your business with Google, and they gave me a huh. pin. Am I close to anything, or is it just standard, you know, type of uh, stuff that they send out? Or uh, are, is this? I think is this that's cool for. Google Places? It probably I, is, yeah. but it, does it deal with the business end of it since oh, it says it, business it, with it, Google? I think it could. I, I think Actually, I never thought of that, but maybe they are merging those two things together in some, some way. Um, I, I have also registered with Here Google Places. Here it is. Here, to verify your identity, yep. step one, go to, you know, go to Google, local, blah, blah, blah. Step two, sign in, account number ID. Step three, enter your PIN in the field next to your business listing, and click go. Oh. Interesting. Now, I have mine in front of me too, but mine was from Google Maps because I did mine a while ago. So, sure. it, what didn't you get that through Google Places? This came from Google.com slash local slash ad. Not yeah, that's what ad. I have too. Yeah, not running an ad. I got it back in uh, August of 15th here. And I was just surprised yeah. that it was a piece of mail. Of all things, you know. Yeah, Google um, will verify anything that anything you set up with your bank account. As I know, I've done that for AdSense. I, okay. I actually, I think I might even Google Places. I might have had to verify through snail mail as well. Yeah. yeah they give you a little code, and um, that's good, though, right? You know, it's, uh, yeah. I, but it's like interesting. Mine says Google Maps on it, and yours doesn't say that at all. No. Yours, mine says to, yeah. readings from Google Maps, yeah, and yours just says from Google. So maybe this is an indication that it's soon to be, whatever it is. Perhaps, yeah. <laughs> you're, list, um, you're listening. Interesting. Yeah, maybe they're opening it up to a, a slightly larger uh, field test. It's definitely, yeah, it, uh, definitely uh, you know, I like the, ba- you know, test and balances here, but uh, it's nice. It's, uh, you know, the verification is, is good. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's you know they they kind of mix um, some serious business with uh, the playful, easy nature of Google. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. that's always good. I mean, now we're always comparing it with Facebook and how it could be that step above, and maybe this is a sign. I don't know. I, I, I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah. As a novice, almost, so I'm glad to be able to be with you two. Just, and I'm sorry if I'm asking like rudimentary questions at times. No, <laughs> these are important questions for sure. I mean, I, I think Google is um, the former CEO um, has been interviewed and making a lot of noise because he's saying that Google Plus basically it, it, they do want to verify your identity, even with the social network. And part of the reason is they want to sell you all kinds of different services, and they want it under one account, and they want to encourage mm-hmm. you to get your bank information on there and sign up for AdSense, <laughs> sign up for Google Offers. Uh, you know, it's really 
you know, their their business model is much more complex than Facebook. You, I, Facebook does ads, but Google is trying to do everything. I'm I'm um, from the old school of the How Nine Thousand. I'm telling you, Google's starting to very much look like with all our talk about Google Plus and blah blah blah. It's like Big Brother, baby. <laughs> oh, a- absolutely. I mean, they seem like a really nice Big Brother, but uh, <laughs> once they become an old company and a little bit once they get once maybe one year they're not making as much money as they did the year before then that's when they start to get a kind of use the power that they have and they certainly certainly have a lot of it um but well, uh, because we're relying on so much of it as you were saying with uh you know some of the services are offering you in the clouds and now you know on your desktop away and so you become very dependent it's like well now listen it's uh, now 4 years in I think we're going to start charging you for a little of this. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's free. The free, uh, I forgot what the uh, I forgot what the word is, is for that kind of marketing. But the, yeah, they definitely reel you in, and um, well, it's, it's only a matter of time. Sorry, what was that? Oh, it's like bait and switch. You know, here's oh, sure. the yes, you like it. Okay, yeah, great. Now you pay for it, but um, but for now. Well, the association um, so to me is about- sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to make the association. I want to talk about circles because, honestly, I had really good intentions, but I have too many circles. And I'm not quite – I was kind of thinking last night that maybe what I should do is have, like, a stream one, stream two, stream three. So, yes, I always want to see – if I feel like looking, you know, this is usually interesting, or a third level, um, you know, not really. Uh, you know, okay, if I, you know, if I have time, I'll get to that level. Um, and sure. I'll, I'll use an example example from um, Facebook. <clears throat> I work with Belmont Child Care Association um, with some of their social media, and so. I've got all their friends, you know, that come through their website or horse people. So I've friended them and I put them in my um, Belmont Child Care group. Um, mostly I don't mind looking at all their stuff and all their stream um, because it's very interesting and it's always pretty pictures of horses and or, you know, jockeys or good causes or things. So it's very interesting. But so I'm trying to figure out, how do I have, I might include them in my B stream or my, you know, first, second level, kind of like, uh, um, you know, yeah, I don't mind, and I'll probably scan them once a day. As sure. opposed to right now, I have everything coming in. I'm really not filtering, and I and it's to the point where I, I need to structure it and I'm not quite sure how. I've been concentrating on the um, profile and the links and posting and hooking everything together. So what? What? Yeah. how are you doing your circles? Um, for me, your uh, on? I have a few different categories. Um, I have the new mediator team. I have... Um, I had some advice. I'm trying to remember who it was from. I think it might have been Chris Brogan, who's a kind of mm-hmm. a social guru, and I think he's in the right. New England area, um, about having different groups 
for people that interact in different ways, uh, for example, I have a group called the Plusers, and you know, just the people that um, plus a lot of content. I have uh, the uh, Revolutionists, which is people that like to comment and, and share their opinion. Um, I, so the New Mediator team, which is just the team, and just uh, so I can organize that and interact. Uh, and, and share information about the blog. And uh, I have uh, some people just called New Media where, where I don't know um, where I want them to go yet. Um, but uh, I could do a lot of work to really narrow down the group. Uh, I re would really like to spend some time and kind of make it a, a little bit more of an efficient place to kind of drown out the noise. I'll give you a good yeah, here's a good example. <clears throat> now, there's some people, and this is where I'm getting, I'm not, I don't have this all thought out. Um, there's people that as stuff comes in or they make a comment, they'll be a photographer, they'll be um, a blogger, and they might be social media. Okay? So there's like three groups there. I would like to keep my photographer, so if I wanted to look at photographers, I could just click and I would know that person was there. But sometimes I don't, and again, then there's um, writers, then there's trainers, then there's real estate, um, commercial real estate. So do, I, I'm not sure, maybe I should have a group of categorized later so I go in and I take them all out and I make sure they're in all the groups. I'm not sure. I'm at this place here. And now Tom's just getting ready to add a lot of people because he's been holding off until he gets the circle, his circles yeah, planned. Right, but I've been at the dilemma of miscellaneous. But then you got to do house cleaning at one point. Yeah. Put them it's somewhere. True. It's true. And they'll constantly change. You'll get more. more you use it, the more subcategories you'll get or the more... There are more ways. Uh, I don't think you. It's it's pretty hard to plan it out before you just kind of play with it for a while and see. To me, it's uh, I still have to figure out how I'm going to use Google Plus. Uh, I know I'm going to use it to promote articles, but I can't only you know people won't want to stay in touch with me if I'm just sharing my own stuff all the time. So I'm trying to mix it in with some personal things and with some interesting things I'm finding. But yeah, I'm I'm still not entirely sure how I'm gonna use Google Plus. And until I figure that out, I'm sure gonna well, go. Well I know the hangouts Yeah, the yep. hangouts are superior. You know, I really to have ten different people on there on such clear connections. Um we've used it for training, we've used it for project meetings. Um, so it, it's really, there's no doubt in my mind um, about that. But that's why I'm trying to figure out the circles with the, so do you just let everybody stream in or are you breaking your streams up of your content? Are you using a few basic circles to have your content come in? Um, I usually pay attention to the big stream and, at this point, it's for more 
um, entertainment value. Sometimes mm-hmm. I like to see a bunch of bunch of uh, not junk, but just a lot of different things from a different different topics. And if I'm looking more to see what um, a, a closer knit group is doing, people that I've interacted with, I can I could do that based on um, categorizing them by people that have interacted with me and people that I've met and hang out. So I have a group for people that I've hung out with as well. Um, mm-hmm. But right now, um, I, I haven't had a really busy summer, so I haven't had a chance to um, do a lot of hangouts and do a lot of um, spend a lot of time with Google Plus in the last month. First two months, I, I was using it a lot. Um, but as a summer, a lot of things have come up. Um, I'm still I'm still in that early stage where I'm trying to figure out what the best ways to use Google Plus, and they're also iterating with a ton of new features and the business profiles. And maybe when they introduce the business profiles, I'll spend more time putting energy into that. Kind of. Oh like, yeah, uh, I think that's going to be the one. That's really going to be the one. Sure. I mean, that's going to change everything with the way I'm using Google Plus. I, I, I don't want to say I'll abandon my personal profile, but uh, I, I think there's only so many things I can manage at once, and I think time might be better spent trying to build a new mediator um, business page and try to get people interacted, interacting with the content. But I'll have that personal yeah, profile there too. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think because I think it's easier to have because everybody has different hats. So you can have, you know, Belmont Childcare. They'll have a page, so all you know, interact with those people on there. It will just make it easier. It'll sort some of that out, just like Facebook. Um, and I know Tom um, and I use Facebook. We have our own group that we use, and I have a group for just the two of us. So especially if I'm on my phone, I can just send something to him just by sending it to our group. And so uh, one thing they don't seem to have is a a calendar for events. I guess that's what's going to come with the business page. So you can have your events there. You manage your business there. Um, Yeah. Okay. So Tom does voiceovers. And it's very interesting. He has to do YouTube videos because he can't find any really good plugins for voice, not video. Either oh, on Facebook, Facebook, um, YouTube. It's it's a forgotten medium apparently. Just uh, just audio. So you have to combine oh, oh. it. Unless oh, there's something the, we haven't seen. Go ahead, man. Oh, um, so you're looking for just something you can use just to produce a, a great. High quality. Um, Not even high quality. Here. Let's say we wanted to post this on Facebook, or yeah. you know this this program or parts of it. Let's say you have to usually put a graphic, static or not, on sure. uh, you know Windows Media, what have you, whatever you want to edit on, and then they'll upload the video with an audio track. But no audio, just audio. You know, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, I guess it's it's by demand, but uh, I. But it would be excellent yeah. to have a, a way to just sort audio and just... Well, I, I was using... Uh, 
Mildred's suggestion of a cinch, where you can do a cinch cast, a branch of blog talk radio. But sure, they started sure. getting kind of preferential uh, with getting away from Facebook, let's say. And I imagine the same would happen with uh, Google Plus or what have you, uh, where you get thrown to their site in order to listen to it. So that's not good. But that yeah. was a audio-only medium, which was okay, and had some pretty nice quality. But just, you know, there's no little tab. You know, you can do videos, you can do uh, photos, but no audio. That's funny. Yeah, that, that um, that's kind of unfortunate. Um, with I wonder um, when uh, iTunes, when they release iCloud to the public, which is the way Apple's going to... Hey, yeah. uh, store all of your uh, sync all of your apps and your music and everything online. I wonder if that will be a way to um, get podcasts out there and, and a, a different interface for maybe sharing right. your social networks. And yeah, maybe they'll have something there. <laughs> and joining uh, two big brothers at one full swoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, That's uh, true. Uh, those are the Apple, Google, and uh, they're the new industry giants. So, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. but uh, uh, in relation to really what was important, Mildred, it, it sounded like it it, uh, it it gave Rob a run for the money. Was that share on link? You could probably make a good deal of money with just you know fifty bucks. I'll give you the link. <laughs> yeah. Nobody nobody seems to know about that link, Mildred. Sure. Yeah. Well, that was one of the things, and through Google Plus, somebody, you know, and I went through and looked and found it, and that's the, that's partly the issue, going through all the things, finding it, and then remembering, because sometimes I'll go, how did I do that? I don't remember how I did that. And Yeah, I, I think we should start a, a wiki and, and and maintain it and, and it really kind of plug away at it once we, every time we find something and... I think that would be an excellent because most blogs and sites, I mean, they have you know they have great posts. They'll have constantly be streaming. Some not so great, but they have tons of content. But uh, usually not organized. Usually you can't find your way through it. You can't find that great post. You can't find that great uh, how to. Um, it'd be great to really. Um, Almost set it up. Now like I've never, I've never worked on a wiki. See, so that's why I don't use it because I've never done it. Done a lot of things yeah. like that. So, yeah. so why don't you? So you would set it up. You would set it up, and then we could have a team that can contribute, or everyone can contribute, or how does that work? Um, you'd have a, you'd have a team. Um, I believe you could set certain settings where. The public um, wouldn't have privileges to publish immediately, but they could have um, permissions to contribute, and you would review mm-hmm. the changes, yeah. mm-hmm. approve it. And I think you know having a different, maybe two tiers of people that can just post and edit um, right away, and then people that can send in their suggestions. I think that could be a great, a great tool, a great little niche. Um, place to just get uh, do-it-yourself marketing tips and stay up to date and something that's constantly changing and um, could be reorganized and restructured on the fly mm-hmm. and uh, yeah and you could you know have the show notes and 
you need more information about some of the links mentioned in uh, the latest podcast. Because that takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time to, to document what you've done. And um, it's very interesting because I have my own Facebook group that's just me, and I call it my techno. So yeah. that's where I just put in all my links, everything I like, even if I don't have it or stuff I want to go back over. Um, if I think Tom's going to be interested in it, I throw it in our group. But sometimes we have so much content that going back through, I go, what was that, you know, QR program? Now, I know which one I have, but every once in a while there was a couple of others I was using. That's another thing. You find a, a QR program or all these little utility type things that um, you don't use all the time. But then yeah. when you want to go use it, go, what was it? I don't want to have to go look through. Sometimes it'll, you know it'll come right up, but sometimes it doesn't. So even in my tech group of my own, it's just my stuff. Sometimes I have to go through and I go, did I put it in mine? Did I put it in Tom? Absolutely, oh, yeah. You know? Sometimes so I'm I looking at my own blog to figure out what what's that thing that I mentioned, you know, what's... Um, I'm searching. I'm using a search on my own blog to figure out what what, what was that program, what was that site, what was that new service. So uh, mm-hmm. it's funny using your own content as a reference, but uh, it's it's certainly something that's happening more and more. And I think it's even a place for for apps like you know business apps, and I, I think there's a lot of ground to cover there for people that just get mm-hmm. an Android phone or an iPhone. Where do I start? What are some of the greatest the best tools to get me started and what yep. are people actually yep. using. Like even the scanner. Oh, that, that brings up. Okay, so can you set that up and then we can start to publish that? You, you'll do, can you do that? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I can okay, you do, that. do that. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll start pushing it out because I don't really care about maintaining everything. I have enough to maintain. So if yeah. we had a common place where I could just say, oh, this one's good, this one's good, this one's good. Um. There's another thing. Goggles, is that how you pronounce it? The the and I have it on my Android where it's like a bar it's a QR code barcode scanner. Have you used that at all? Did you say goggles? Yeah, it's G O G G L E S. I don't know how Google. Google goggles, right? Google goggles, right. Yeah, Google Google. So that that's um that's a amazing program. You basically take a picture of something and I didn't know it worked as a QR reader too, which is great. Yes, you but, can um, you can it'll take you right to the it's a QR code reader too. That's excellent. I mean, if you you can take a basically take a picture or take a scan, I don't know what the language would be of of any uh product you can be in a mall, you can be I mean, forget about barcode reader. Like this thing will analyze the picture and search the web for something that looks as close to that as possible. Basically, you can be sitting at your desk and have a, a great pen that you really like that maybe someone left there. You can take a picture of it with Google Goggles, and they'll direct you right to the place where you can buy it. So you can be walking around anywhere and just snap pictures of things, and Google will show you what they think this thing is. It's, it's mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is probably the most sh- shocking piece of technology I've seen this year. I mean, it's just amazing. 
And it seems to be pretty well behaved on on a phone too, because I've used it not a whole lot, but I've been using it more for barcodes and uh, testing. Yeah. When I test, I test scan life is what I use for my QR code on my phone, and so I was try I'm trying to test both of them just to see how they work. Uh, I know the scan life works fine, but when I'm testing a barcode for a website or something. Um, uh, I see the reason I'm thinking of that is because working on the New Hyde Park Museum project, we are going to have a lot of artifacts to keep track of, and sure. so I'm trying to figure trying to figure out. Uh, first of all, we'll have to have the item barcoded or QR coded, and you know, a tracking of it and. So I was. That's the reason I've been looking more at some of that to see what's going to work. Um, but uh, it, it it seems yeah it seems to be well behaved. So we'll have to you know even people don't know about that. I don't know how I found it. I was just oh oh yeah, around. It's it's funny because it's it's very buried on the and Google does this a lot. They seem to. You know, they they release something and don't tell anybody about it, and it's in it's in beta, and um, it's buried. If you go on your iPhone, if you have an iPhone, I'm not sure how Android does it, but it is yeah. buried within the Google app. So as you go into the Google app, you have a series of um, different tabs. And the last time I looked, I think it might even be buried in another level. It might be in the Google app in the shopping. App, uh, section of that app, and then hmm. Google Goggles will pull up, and you can see something you like, take take a picture of it, and then it'll tell you where to buy it. Um, I think and, I know how I found it because I was looking at QR code readers because of the museum project. Yeah. And um, okay, I have another question. Timeline programs, because on this museum project, um we need to do a timeline so you can click and get the information out. Anderson Cooper's website for his new show has a nice little timeline and uh, a multimedia. Do you have any timeline programs that you've ever worked with? No, but that is uh, that's a great... I mean, I love timelines. I remember as a kid, uh, for me, something so visual and, um, you know, you can really figure out where you fall in within the timeline. I think that's a great way to learn and great way, for, yeah, for people to figure out how this project is going. And I'd love mm-hmm. to have something to create that uh, instantaneously. And I don't, I'm sure there's something out there, but I'm I'm not aware of the timeline program. It's hard, you know, I haven't found it. I wrote an email to Anderson Cooper's website, Saying I love the timeline, what you do it in, you know, um, yeah. and because uh, they did it right, it were exactly what we want to do. Um, Looks like so an Adobe I program. Think, I don't know. Is that yeah? Think maybe. Be. Think so. And you think it was made by scratch, like like just an image, like the you know just a piece of art, or you think they have some kind of program where they can type in the dates and the titles and it just kind of builds it could be could be and it's just one facet I, that I'm you might sure. see overused yeah. because what it does is it has a picture and a video and you know you click on the oh. year and it brings up a screen and it's got the video embedded in the 
slideshow and the content and you know I think they made that in Flash. Uh, I I would I would imagine they made that in Flash, and um, yeah. that, that might be the if you want to get if you want to add the video and all that stuff within within that then Flash really would be probably the only answer right now until HTML5 kind of comes along. But um, I think I think if if you're able to integrate the video and I, I know. Coldplay, the band, they their website they have a timeline timeline of the band, and this sounds very similar. Where mm-hmm. they have you know, from 1998 to present, all the different they have little music videos as you go through the timeline, you scroll through it. It's very very excellent, great way to communicate information and get people. Yeah, what's the, uh, the what's the name of the band so I can look? Coldplay. Coldplay, okay. Yes, Mildred doesn't get out very much, so this doesn't mean anything to her. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who that is? (laughs) David Um, Walker. All right, so we have uh, about three or four minutes. Anything you, any other comments you guys want to make? Any questions or issues, Tom, that you found or... Um, no, I think I'm uh, sort of paralleling some of my beliefs too about the uh, about Google Plus and how the Hangouts and areas like that are going to help my business or just uh, contribute uh, without the same. Like you said, you don't want to just be your message all the time, right, Rob? Just you, know, you want to be able to contribute with others, but how it will also help you somehow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe just well, the networking I, capabilities alone will do that. Like, oh, gee, I didn't know you did that. And then all of a sudden somebody's making money or at least uh, uh, a link somewhere helping out. It just, the money part's the secondary stuff, to be honest. But uh, Yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the, the kind of the gurus out there, the people that make a living with their social media books and whatnot, we have, uh, I think, Chris Brogan. It's a good example. I kind of... I look at this guy and t- try to see what what he's doing and how he uses Google Plus, and he, right. he, it's like for every five posts about social media or marketing or business, um, or for every um, non, for every per, he does about five to one, so five personal, like what am I eating and like great recipes and you know just what, whatever, um, and then. So every five, he'll post something about his book or plug his website. But um, a high level of um, kind of off-topic stuff uh, I'm seeing from these gurus, um, just trying to get people engaged and following, and you know, and you know if they're interested, they check out the bio and see a link. But um, I think it's really about um, reeling people in with. Kind of legitimate um, stuff they're they're interested in, and just just not looking like you're trying to plug stuff. Just not looking. That's why I was almost hoping there was a checkbox so I could say this is a Belmont Childcare post, or this is a New High Park Museum post, or okay. you know, or this is more. I like the animals, the animals interacting, different, you know. So, but I don't post those I only put those on my personal or I'll share them so mm-hmm. how to kind of tag a post 
going out. You know, so oh, people absolutely. would, you know. Well, that sure. I think that's where the circles could come in if you basically. I mean, there's so many approaches to have these circles. It's that's kind of what, what I was saying with first figuring out how I, I'm going to use Google Plus before I can figure out how to use the circles. And right, you can segment right. those circles by the different kinds of audiences interested in these different topics, and then share it with just the groups. I mean, that's a great way to use it. I mean, that's definitely. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to kind of sketch this out a little bit, but um, that's one thing I was thinking. I think I'm going to break them up in three big categories, and then um, have a few sub, and then my topic subcategories, so sure. that. Um, um, so I'll, we'll, we'll try that. That's what I'm going to try. I think you know, I'm almost ready to focus on the circles. Um, with yeah. the profile. Yeah, for me too. This is. I mean, it's been a busy summer with moving and some other things. So I'm looking forward to kind of getting down and and really trying to figure out how to take advantage of Google Plus and try to come up with some nice ideas and. You know, create a nice reference for people, and maybe we can work on a, the wiki or some other projects to yeah, it's, it's, get people really rearing up for the up. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay, Tom, any closing comments here? No, Is just heard the 12 o'clock whistle. Voice over. <laughs> and, uh, okay, um, well. Well, you know, and I've probably been glomming some of the Google Plus and Facebook stuff of the project I'm doing for. Uh, it's actually for next year, for May. It's the 35th anniversary of this fellow, George Willig, that climbed the World Trade Center back in May 1977. And okay, perhaps yeah. uh, sort of associating it a little bit with contribution uh, types of um, areas with 9-11 coming up, obviously. Uh, I guess it's next Monday, right? Not tomorrow, but the, uh, a week from today. Is that right? Uh, I Sunday. So. I think it's Sunday. But... I'm sorry. You're right. Sunday. Uh and uh, other than that, trying to use some of the social media, uh, all of the social media, to see how I can, you know, impact uh, people's lives, people's pocketbooks, you know, uh, people's memories. And uh, it's, some of it's a nice feedback so far. But I think those circles are very important. And I guess they sort of delineate and pinpoint where you want the most value uh, for your message uh, and where it's going on deaf ears, you know, where, you know, let's not even go there or spend any time doing that. So I think that's what perhaps in my case, uh, Google Plus uh, varies from Facebook. It's a little bit more determined and and, uh, and specific. Yeah. And the return, I hope, is just as good, you know, only the cream of the crop, so to speak. It's, it's a it's your, uh, determination who that cream of the crop is. So you might actually be wrong. So it's finding out from others, well, Maybe that's not exactly where you need to go. Maybe you should try this. And that might start to identify some of the first, uh, circle or circle of whatever, uh, signature. Uh, and like you were saying, those are the, not, you're going to have to do the submenus. If you have a writer, then it might be resumes. It might be you know promos and stuff like that. So, But that's kind of neat. you know. So you can just click one, and hopefully all those submenus will be specific to what your needs might be. And uh, just... Uh, Trying to uh, have a little fun too. 
You know, Excellent. I, I thought that 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 share run was a lot of fun. It was like, first of all, like who the hell knew about this? No one. You know, and this is a yeah. vital piece of information. What else are we not getting? You know, so it's kind of uh, maybe well, that's and what the same thing with with. And the same thing with, is it goggles? Is that how you say it? I don't pronounce right, it. Yeah, right, right, right. goggles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of neat. It's so know. crazy. I was like, I, ne- I haven't seen anything about it. <laughs> and I'm, you know, using it, going, I haven't seen anything about this. So anyway, well, okay, well, thank you very much. And um, we will talk to you guys next time. All right. Great, thank, thank you. you a lot for the opportunity. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.